So you had a very relaxing holiday season. And now that the new year is here, life has really hit you. It just says, bam, life is here. And you're trying to stay as calm and relaxed as possible, but you're having a hard time. Well, we're going to continue sharing how you can use SMART goals to support your stress reduction. And we're going to do that in just a moment. I hope you're doing well. This is Stress Talk Live, and I am Marcelin. I welcome you to our broadcast because this is where we are helping women to live healthy lives through strategic stress management. Before I get started, I want to remind you to like, follow, and subscribe to ML Bailey Consultants on both Facebook and YouTube. That's where we broadcast. That's where you can actually see the program live and you can always catch the replays there. I also want to invite you to take the quiz. The quiz is called, Are You Blessed, Stressed, or Burned Out? Now, a lot of you are probably saying, I know that I'm burned out, but this quiz is going to give you specific information about the level of stress you're experiencing as well as the intensity and that will also help you to know your starting point you know i'm always talking about knowing where you're starting so that you can get to the destination of lower stress and more energy in an easier manner when you get your results from taking the quiz you'll also be directed to resources that fit your needs. So you can get to that quiz at this link, at this link. So let's get started. We've been talking uh, at the, since the beginning of the year, which was what, a week ago, about stress reduction and how we can actually plan to meet our goal of reducing our stress. And when I'm talking with my clients in my, in my office, in my private practice, I always share with them this format because I believe this format is one of the best ways to reduce stress and boost energy in a short amount of time. And it's called the SMART, SMART format. SMART goals are used everywhere. Um, I shared that with you last week. They're used everywhere. They're used in schools. They're used in businesses. They're used by students. It's used everywhere. And so I've begun to use them in my private practice with my clients. So the acronym for SMART 
or I should say SMART is an acronym, and it basically stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time Bound. And today on Stress Talk Live with me, we're going to, I'm actually going to take you through creating a stress reduction uh, goal helping you to create one. And this is just going to be an example because it's not going to be specific to you unless you're taking notes and you're going to write your own after we're done. I hope you will. But I'm going to give you and give you some examples for you to follow and for you to think about as you're creating your stress reduction goal. And this goal will be a part of your stress reduction plan. So one of the things that I like about uh, SMART goals is that they prevent uh, vague goal setting. You know, when, when a goal is very vague, it's usually very broad. Um, there's no, it's not specific. So it could mean a lot of different things. And because it can mean a lot of different things, it's really like trying to figure out what you're going to work on so that you know that you're going in the right direction to achieve it. Think of it this way. Um, when you're, we were just at the ocean um, over the holidays and the Atlantic Ocean, thank you very much. We were at the ocean over the holidays and the ocean is just vast. Now, when you think about the ocean, you we think about how large it is, but we don't really comprehend how large it is until someone gets lost at sea. And it's like trying to pinpoint a location in a vast, uh, 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 an area that is so huge. Goal setting is similar. Sometimes we're thinking about a goal, but it's so broad, it's so huge that we cannot really pinpoint what we're working on. When we use SMART goals, however, it helps us to pinpoint exactly what we're working on and it gives us some um, steps that we can take so that we know that we're going in the right direction and we know that we're going to meet our goal in a short amount of time. So I think about um, goal setting as a plan, which is a recipe or a roadmap with detailed instructions. You know, I talk about a roadmap all the time, but it's really, when you're talking about your stress reduction plan, it's really a roadmap or a recipe. Also, it is individualized and it's very personal. That's why when, although I'm sharing with you some examples and I'm giving you some, um, some ways to think about how you're going to put your goal together, it's not going to be specific. What I'm sharing with you is not going to be specific to you. And, but I'm just giving you an example of what you can think about as you're developing your stress management plan and putting your goal in place. So let's get started. 
I'm going to go over. Um, a, I'm going to go over the um, go over the acronym, and I'm going to break it down a little bit, um, a little bit more than I did last week for you. So let's start with specific. When we're talking about specific, you want to, before you write your goal, you want to think about specific in these terms. When it, your goal is specific, you are actually stating the who, what, when, where, how, and why. Who, what, when, where, how, and why. Who is going to lower their stress level? What is that person going to do? When will that person do it? Where will they do it? And how are they going to do it? Who, what, when, where, how? And the last one is why. And I'll talk about why in just a few minutes, okay? So when you're developing your specific goal, you're going to incorporate answers to those, to those terms in your goal. Who, meaning who's going to do the work? What are they going to do? When are they going to do it? Where and how? Are they going to do it? Okay. Now you might say, well, Marcy, what, I'm, what you've been talking about is stress reduction or stress relief. And that's what I want. I want to lower my stress. So that means that your target is actually stress reduction. That is the main topic or the main theme of what you're working on. And you can use any phrase that you want. You can call it stress reduction. I will reduce my stress. You can use stress, lower stress. I'm going to lower my stress. You can use any of those terms. I will experience less stress than I currently experience. So you're going, you can just, you know your stress is the target and you want to lower it, you can use any term that makes sense for you. Any term that makes sense for you. Just knowing that the target that you're working towards, the result that you're working towards, the destination that you're moving towards is lower stress or stress reduction. So, I wanted to talk about why. I, I didn't include, I did not include why in um, my initial who, what, when, where, how. And I said I'd talk about why in a few moments. The why is your motivation. Why are you doing this? What will you get out of it? What is the, what's motivating you to lower your stress levels? It could be that you recognize that stress is causing harm to your physical body. It could be that stress is causing um, dissension in your relationships. It could be that you don't feel good when you're stressed because you have so much stress. Whatever your motivation is, you want to keep it front 
and center. Because whatever your motivating factor is, that is what's going to keep you going when things get a little bit tough. It's going to be a reminder as to the importance of the work that you're going to do as you lower your stress. So the why is very important. And you want to start by answering that question. Why am I doing this? Why is this important to me? Why is this relevant to me? What will I experience when my stress is lower? How will that feel? Why am I doing this work? What is going to keep me going? So answer that question first. So I've just talked about specific and I gave you some examples. Yes, our target is stress reduction, stress relief, or just lower stress, but we want to incorporate into the goal who's going to do it, what's going to be done, when is it going to be done, how will it be done, where will it be done, and then the most important thing is why. What is the motivation behind lowering stress, behind taking these steps and this action to keep our stress levels low? So that's specific. The next is measurable. So with measurable, sometimes it's a little hard to come up with um, how to measure lower stress. But it's important to have a measure in, in, in our goal and in using the SMART goal format. When it's measurable, we're able to see our progress. We have data and information that tells us whether we are making progress towards our target. It also enables accountability. We know that it's important we, we reach goals faster and we stay on task when we have accountability, when we have to answer to ourselves or to other people, primarily other people. When our goal for stress relief or stress reduction is measurable, it also gives us a benchmark. And when I talk about benchmarks, I'm talking about how you will know you're making progress. And these are, it's measurable. There's numbers attached to it versus uh, experiences. Experiences can be anecdotal and it doesn't actually give us a measure. Um, when we say it's higher or lower or bigger or smaller, we always have to compare it to something else, right? It's higher than it was. Higher than what? It's lower than it was. Lower than what? It's bigger. Bigger than what? Or smaller. It's smaller than what? So we want to have, if at all possible, numbers attached to the goal so that we can actually see whether it's working, whether what we're doing is working. And that's something that I can, I help my clients with. 
and I can help you with. I can help you to attach numbers to your stress reduction goal. So let me give you an example of a couple of ways to measure it. Um, you might say that I will know that my stress is lower because I'm able to sleep eight hours every night. And because you weren't sleeping eight hours a night before. But when I am able to sleep eight hours a night, I know that my stress is lower than it was. Or you may say, I will know that my stress is lower than it was when I'm able to wake up well rested five days a week. So this is a way to include measurability in your stress reduction goal using numbers. I am able to sleep eight hours a night. I am able or I wake up well rested five days a week. So this is just one way that you can use. So think about that. Think about how you can incorporate um, measurability into your stress reduction goal. So you might say, well, Marcy, um, what if I, I, don't, I don't sleep eight hours a day anyway, eight, eight hours a night anyway? How else can I measure this? Okay, what, another way you can measure it is by saying that I know that my stress is lower because I am not craving, I, I can get through the afternoon without eating five pieces of candy, chocolate. Or uh, I can get through the afternoon without having what a, a 16 ounce of sweet tea, <laughs> you know? So those are the things that I'm saying that you can use to measure it. Um, if you need sweet tea to get through the afternoon, or if you need candy or sweets to get through the afternoon, that's saying that you're either very stressed um, or you're stress eating. It could mean that, that you're stress eating. And so you can use how much you're eating as measurement. So we've talked about measurability. We've talked about specific, and I've given you some examples. Um, I also want to add for measurability, when you're, when you're putting your stress goal together using the SMART goal format, you only want to choose one way to measure whether your stress is lower. You don't want to say um, things like, I will know that my stress is lower because I'm sleeping through the night eight hours. I'm sleeping through the night and I'm waking up restfully and I'm not eating five pieces of candy in the afternoon. You don't want to compound it. You just want to use one form of measurement. And then once you can, you see that, um, once you review and assess where you are and you see that you're making progress, then you can um, update your goal and take that, remove that one form of measurement and include another form of measurement. 
but you don't want to compound and look at all these different things because it gets very confusing and it's very hard to measure whether you're making making the progress that that you want. Okay, so specific and measurable. Next is achievable. Achievable. So is this something that you can really do? And I'm not talking about lowering your stress because yes, you can lower your stress. What I'm I'm talking about is when you are taking actions and you're doing your action steps, are these steps um, realistic for you? Do they make sense to you? Are they are are these actions things that fit you and your lifestyle? Because if they don't, then you're not going to be able to do them, or you're you're not going to want to do them. And I'll give you an example. Um, if you are someone who does not get up early in the morning, having a goal to get up at five o'clock in the morning to exercise, to relieve stress, is not necessarily something that's achievable. And it's also something that may not be realistic for you. You want to choose activities that fit you and your lifestyle. You may not be a person who likes to meditate or enjoys meditation. That is not an activity that's going to fit you or your lifestyle. So you want to make sure that you are choosing actions that are achievable for you. Because if the actions are not achievable, then that is going to prevent you from achieving your goal. So keep in mind, actions need to fit you and your lifestyle so that your goal is achievable. Again, I talked about the uh, quiz. Are you blessed, stressed, or burned out? When you get your, when you take the quiz, you will be, and you get your result, you will be directed to realistic and achievable actions that you can take based on the level and intensity of the stress that you are currently experiencing. So I want to encourage you to take the quiz. It's a free quiz and it takes a little time and a little thought, but you will get results that you wouldn't get elsewhere. Again, it will take you to not only your results, but to resources and supports that fit your current needs. We've talked about specific, measurable, achievable. Now let's talk about relevant. Now, relevant refers to whether your action items are appropriate to the time and situation. Also, whether those action items fit your needs, your wants, and your desires. Once again, 
if you're not a person who gets up in the morning, <laughs> you don't like to get up early in the morning, then perhaps getting up to setting a, an action item to get up in the morning to exercise is not an appropriate thing. The other thing of, uh, to think about, though, is you may consider doing deep breathing when you begin to feel your body tensing and you know that the stress response has started, right? Well, sometimes, depending on the type of deep breathing you're doing, it may not fit the time or the situation. For example, if you're in a meeting, it really may not be a good time to take in a deep breath and let it go <sighs> like that. However, there may be other forms of breathing that might fit that time and that situation. So you want to be just aware when you're talking about relevant do, are the actions that you're taking, will they fit the time and the situation? And will they address the current concern that you're experiencing? So relevancy is also very key. Last but not least, time bound. So when you're putting to, together your goal, We've talked about specific, and I've given you examples of how to make it specific, specific. We've talked about measurable, and I've given you examples of how to include measurability. I've also talked about uh, relevance as well as achievability. Now we're talking about time bound. You want to set a date. You want to set an end date for your goal. A lot of us are tempted to have open-ended goals where we set a goal and then we there's no end date, right? We just keep working towards that goal until we reach it or we just give up. You want to set an end date. And I do recognize that setting having to set an end date when we have a goal can cause stressful feelings but it is very important to do so. And the reason it's important to do so is because this helps us with progress monitoring. It helps us to know if we need additional help or additional support as we're moving towards our goal. Also, it helps us with accountability because it keeps us on track and it keeps us moving forward to the goals to our, our final goal or our final destination. So when you set a date, you can set it five days from now. You can set it 10 days from now, 15 days, 30 days. You can set it like six months from now. It's really up to you, but you want to have a definite end date for your to reach your goal. You also want to have time where you actually monitor. 
your progress. And I talked about progress monitoring and that can be done in short stints. That can be done weekly. It can be done every other week. It can be done every month, depending on the end date of your goal. So we've just talked about using SMART goals to support your stress reduction. And we've gone through specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and and time bound. I'm missing one. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic. Oh no, that's right. And time bound. I don't know what I was thinking. That's very important. I gave you guidance on how to incorporate each component to address your personal stress reduction needs. And I I reminded you that if you need support, you can reach out to me. You can just go to this link and reach out to me. You can also, I encourage you to start by taking the quiz, are you blessed, stressed, or burned out? Because this is going to give you exactly what you need. It's going to tell you your starting point and it's going to share resources to help you exactly where you are. I hope that you will continue to join me on Sundays at 7 p.m. for Stress Talk Live with Marceline. I also ask you to like, follow, and subscribe to ML Bailey Consultants on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And that's all for now. As always, take good care. Mm -hmm.